it guys so it's our podcast this is episode two we kind of gave you guys a preview last week um we're so honored to have our guest sylvia we also have on our social sylvia's like details and her like social media if you guys want to contact her but um we're going to be talking about teen pregnancy i think this is sylvia just has an amazing perspective um i think you guys are going to love her um joella if you want to say a few words yeah i'm super excited for this episode because it'll be like all due to how we grew up and viewing teen pregnancies like on mtv you'd watch teen um teen mom and also on tlc one of my favorite shows i didn't know i was pregnant i love that show as a child i would sit down like at nine o'clock and just wait for it to come on (laughs) and stuff like that and i feel like um especially sylvia being from like an african background and stuff it'll be very interesting how things unfolded because um i feel like in the african community those things are very frowned upon like Mm -hmm. a lot so we're gonna bring it down to sylvia and start off with the first question how did you find out you were pregnant and like how old were you and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um how did i find out i think i just wasn't seeing my period and i just because i've always had irregular periods but this time i because obviously i was active so i just took a pregnancy test because i had a boyfriend and then i think i bought one from deals actually and then yeah, I swear, because how old was I? I was like 17 and I bought a pregnancy test from Deals and it came out positive. And then I went to my mom's shop. No, actually, I went to my mom's shop and I took the pregnancy test. And then I was like, maybe because it's from Deals, then there's probably some type of malfunction here. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Since then, when? When does Deals do pregnancy tests is the question. No, I've never seen them before. And I've seen everything in Deals. <laughs> No, I think it's some selective um, deals. They definitely do pregnancy. I'm pretty sure the one in Sloregan definitely does. All right. To be honest, I don't even know how I knew they did pregnancy tests as well, actually. But I just knew they did. And then obviously it came out positive. And I was living on my own at this point because I just got into college. So I was like on my way home from my mom's shop. I'll just get another pregnancy test and do another one when I get home. So I got the clear blue one. And to this day, I still regret buying it. It was just a waste (laughs) of money because I, yeah, it was just a waste of money because basically the deals one told me I was pregnant. So when I got home, because literally when you enter the house, just the toilet is literally like the first thing you see. So I ran into the toilet, pissed on it. And then it came out positive. (laughs) Sorry. No, it's cool. it It came out positive again. So yeah. I was like 17. No, I just turned 18, I think, when I found out. But I think I would have been 17 when I actually got pregnant. Like, oh my gosh. Like, what was your first reaction? Were you like happy, nervous, upset? I think I was actually nervous, but I was just laughing. Like, I was actually just, you know, when you're nervous and you're just yeah. laughing. Yeah, I was actually just laughing. I was like, what the hell? Like, it was, it was just, it was weird. It felt surreal. It actually didn't feel real at all. But it was, like, I wasn't sad or depressed about it or anything. Yeah. I really do. One thing that I really do remember, I remember in your video, which is actually where I found for the people listening, so actually where I found Sylvia was through her YouTube video. If anyone has any time to have a look at her YouTube video or her YouTube channel, it's absolutely amazing. I absolutely just loved the fact that you were just so, like, I feel like you've reached the stage right now where you're very accepting. And I loved 
I don't know. I loved the vibe that, and I think it would be so important. I think my hope is that like, if anybody was ever in that situation, they'd see that video because I think it would give you a calming, you know, like a sense of peace. Mm. It will. Cause like, I feel like one thing that I've learned, cause I've been through it, like even just a few days ago, I was looking through my snap, like, you know, your snap memories. And I was just looking through the times where I was actually depressed, but yeah. then and I was just so sad about life in general. But one thing that I think I've actually learned is that like dwelling in your situations actually does not make it any better at all. Yeah. I'm like actually very calm and acceptive. And since my mindset changed, I feel like nothing bad has actually really been happening because my mindset is just really positive. Yeah, mindset like, is so powerful. It actually really is. And it's like, I don't know. I just feel like once you accept everything, like you the only person that actually needs to accept it is you because no one else is living your life. So if you accept you, like... And that's on... That's on period. To be honest. I have to ask, Sylvia, as African girls, I think one thing, my biggest fear if I was pregnant is to tell the parents. How was your parents' reaction? Or your family reaction? My mom's reaction was amazing. Like, I actually didn't even expect it, but it was amazing. My dad was... It's always that but my mom is like I didn't even tell her I was pregnant so basically the day she found out I think we had an argument in our shop and I just left and then when I got home she called me and she was like is everything okay I go yeah she goes have I seen my period and I go no I haven't then she told me to go do a pregnancy test and I told her I had already done I'd done it already and then she was like oh it's cool no problem we'll just go to the GP and then what do you call it? Yeah, we'll take it from there. So my mom didn't give out at all. Like, there was no problem at all. She's never one day, like, even up to today, has never told me that I should have waited. Like, she's loved. She loves my son and she's, like, never had a problem with it whatsoever. Like, it's so amazing how she had that mother intuition. She, she just knew. Yeah. yeah. It, isn't that great? Yeah, like, I'm actually surprised because it's like, how do you know someone's pregnant? Like it was just, I didn't even know I was pregnant when I was pregnant, but she was just able to tell because it was literally like, I think it was a few days or mm-hmm. a week after. And I think the reason why I was actually moody as well was because I found out I was pregnant. I didn't know how to tell my mom. So it's like, I don't know how she was able to like know that I was pregnant. So it's just weird. But it was, it was, I, I think love it's it. so good that reaction because it can be yeah. so rare within our community. You yeah. know, I think even when I bring it back home to my family, um, I know, I think my aunt got kicked out. She's like, so like at a young age. My mom always says if I ever got pregnant, she'd be like, go move in with whoever got you pregnant. Like, and I'm like, what do you well. mean? <laughs> my mom's like yeah. the total opposite. Like even with my baby daddy, like obviously mm. it's not the greatest, but my mom has never forced me to marry him. Like she's always like, take my time if i want to marry him i should marry him for the right reasons not just because we have a kid together so my mom is always i think we've all seen that like um you know having a child doesn't always save like a marriage or relationship but i think i love how it gives you that advice and perspective yeah my mom was amazing my dad it took him a while to accept it because me and my dad didn't live together so he didn't know i was pregnant until like six months and i think it was probably one of my aunties or something that probably told him because I know him and one of my aunties are close. Um, my mom and my dad aren't together, but him and one of my mom's sisters are kind of close. So I think they've probably seen that at a party or something. And then she told him to call me. And then when he called me, he was just like, he was so pissed off, asking me how old, how, 
like how many months I was and everything. And then after that, he was just like, I should go ask my mom who my dad is because he's not my dad no more. I swear he was angry. But after a while, like he was just like, he was really accepting of it. He wasn't like, he wasn't, he didn't feel any type of way about it. When the baby came, he was just holding the baby. He was like, he was really close to the baby. Like it was nice. Like my mom was, sorry my dad was obviously upset I feel like any normal dad would probably be disappointed yeah. mm. like so I'm not like I'm not like angry at it or whatever but yeah eventually he got he got okay with it he got used to it yeah yeah I'm like, surprised you know like I think with everything in life you know they always complain at first but they always get used to it it always yeah. comes out definitely yeah. sure like at such a young age like have did you get terrible reactions from other people like within the black community or just in society in general um not to my face but Mm -hmm. yeah because like I don't know I'm I'm a very very calm person but African aunties they just annoy me and I (laughs) (laughs) they just irritate me and I just when it comes to I don't know, when it comes to African aunties, I have no filter. I will tell you how it is. Like, I'm a very calm person, but African aunties can get under my skin. But so they wouldn't really say much to my face. And even when they do, I will shut it down. The only thing that I can think of is probably like what they've said to people or what they've said to my mom. But my mom as well will shut it down. The one I, the only one I can remember now actually is like, I think I was actually with my mom sorry because my mom has a shop on Morshi and you know on Morshi everyone knows each other yeah, so someone yeah, yeah. so someone that works on Morshi as well called my mom in and she was like oh I heard the bad news as in like me being pregnant was bad news and then my mom was like bad news how a child is always a blessing like exactly. anyways and then she walked away so yeah I feel like that's probably the only reaction that I can say that I know of or yeah that's the only one I know of or maybe just someone speaking about Someone saying because my mom works, my mom literally works twenty four seven, so she barely had any time. And Did I understand. Your mom a hairstylist. Pardon? Is your mom a hairstylist? Yeah, she's a hairdresser, and she also has an African food shop as well on Moore Street. Nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. So she was always working, so she barely had time. So someone was just like, "Oh, it's because she didn't have time for us." So that's how I was sleeping around, and that's how I got pregnant. But. Uh, but then again it's like i don't care because like your kid is no better than i am like the only That's- difference is that your kid just didn't get pregnant but your kid is no yeah. better than you. so i Honestly. really see that there it's i hate it i hate when people like introduction like interjecting into other people's business is like yeah. mind your own let's Honestly. just one thing that we have within the african community that i think is just so toxic is the gossiping it really is honestly i feel like they do that to make themselves feel better like what they can Mm -hmm. be doing is shit but they just want to they just want to make themselves feel better so that's why they talk down on other people just so they can feel good about themselves and it's just and it's like i'm used to it so like that's your problem not mine if you like talk about me from today to tomorrow i couldn't give a crap the only (laughs) like i actually couldn't care the only people that i care about the only time I'll give, sorry, the only time that I'll care is if I care about you as a person and you're talking about me. That's probably the only time I would care. But aside from that, if you don't know me and you're talking about me, then 
that's your business to be honest Sylvia don't hold yourself back say what you want to say yeah like if you feel like there's some things this is a no filter zone if you feel like there's some things that people have said and done especially with this topic you know you're a mother now this is your son and I feel like it just needs to be addressed there's so much toxic I don't know, just it talk is, to I just don't want to, I don't want to be cursing because I'm trying to keep a PG. She's trying to keep a PG. PG. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, like, don't yeah. even. Um, don't be afraid. Exactly, because this is something I feel like it just really needs to be addressed within our community. I think we have such a problem when it yeah. comes to. It's very like, toxic. To, yeah, very toxic. And I feel like this, this people actually think that like the minute, maybe because for African aunties, maybe the minute they give birth to a kid, that's when their life stops. But people really think that Ooh. like when you give birth to a kid that you can't do anything like you're just dis- like having a child with yeah. a disability mm-hmm. at a young age. And it really isn't. Sometimes, well, it depends on the type of person you are. It kind of keeps you on your feet because if I didn't have a child, honestly, I don't know. I probably wouldn't have my own place. I probably wouldn't be taking life as serious as I am right now, to be honest, because I have a child and I have to take out my child. So I need to take life serious. But I don't know. Like, like sometimes I think, oh, should I have like children young enough? Because I always think when they're 18, how old am I going to be? I don't want to mm-hmm. be, I don't want them to be 18 and I'm 60 and I can't walk to their game or whatever. No, that's not a bit of me. <laughs> I want to be jumping and having fun with them, you know? Yeah. Um, another curious thing, like, how was childbirth? Because... That oh, is something, oh, God. We need to talk about that. Because Joelle and I are not experiencing that. That is something that... I can't. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you, like, experience? Mm-hmm. Like, my whole labor story was actually... It was... I don't know. When I was pregnant, I actually used to walk a lot and I actually used to eat a lot of pounder jam as well. So I feel like it actually, I don't know. I felt like it did something because my child was meant to come in August, but he came in July instead. So he came like a week earlier. But I think it was because I was very, very active. Well, on a normal day, I'm actually not active. But I think during my pregnancy, I was just walking more than I should. So that's why he came a bit early. So the day that I was actually, the day I actually gave birth, or the day before I gave birth, because I gave birth like early in the morning. So I think it was my sister's Debs. And then I went to Port Leash and then I went back to Dublin and I had a hospital appointment. So I was just walking a lot that day. And then I think that's why I had, um actually that morning, I had a bit of, what was it called? Um, spotting. I had a bit of spotting. So when I went to the hospital, they were like, I could give birth to my kid anytime from now anytime from now so it could be today it could be in the next week or two so I was like I wasn't expecting it to actually be on that day so I still went to Port Leash and then I came back and then I went to my mom shop as well and then I went home and then I just started using the toilet a lot like I would go to the toilet then I'll come back and then I'll be going to the toilet so I always felt like using the toilet and then I think after a while I started to feel some contraction but I thought it was Braxton Hicks because I was like my son's not due for another two weeks so he can't be coming today and like even what the doctor said to me that morning even went out of my head I even forgot the doctor said I could give birth today but I was just like okay this could be it's probably Braxton (laughs) Hicks and then I think eventually because Braxton Hicks are only supposed to last for a certain amount of time but this just kept on going getting worse and worse and then I tried calling my son's dad but his phone was switched off 
And I was just like, okay. And then I called my mom and my mom was just, my mom's actually, she's always cool. Like she was just cool. She's just like, oh, okay, just call the ambulance if it gets worse. Like she was just so cool about it. She didn't panic or anything, which kind of cooled me down as well. And then eventually I went to the hospital. I called the ambulance myself and then I went to the hospital. I'm actually surprised I was actually able to do it by myself because like I lived in a house where there was no lifts or anything. And my house is like, on, I would like lived on the third stairs the third floor and I had to bring my bag down and everything by myself my hospital bag but it actually wasn't that bad and then when I got to the hospital then it just got worse and then I was about to take at first I had originally planned not to take the epidural but the pain oh, mm-hmm. I was like nah I'm gonna take an epidural but then I fell asleep and then I kept on waking up and I think the nurse forgot about me I told them I wanted an epidural and they forgot about me and then by the time I, the time they actually remembered, I'd already like dilated. I think I forgot, I actually forgot what the word is. I think it's dilated. I'd already dilated enough. So it wasn't, I, it was too late to get the epidural. So then oh I gosh. think, yeah. And then I stood up for a while and then my water just burst and then I went to the toilet. I think my labor probably lasted from like, I got home like around 10 and I think I gave birth at like 4 a.m. or something like that. So it wasn't, and even like the first three hours wasn't like really bad. It was just like maybe the last four hours that were mm. like bad. Yeah, but labor was, at that moment, it was, what do you call it? It was really painful. But then the minute I gave birth, I didn't feel any pain whatsoever. So that's why I'm actually thankful I didn't. I'm actually happy they forgot about me and I didn't take the epidural. Because if I had taken the epidural, I'd still have to be in bed for like another day or two or yeah. a few hours so yeah it was it wasn't painful at all it was actually calm well yeah it was painful sorry it was really painful <laughs> sorry yeah, but after, after i gave birth it wasn't sorry bringing a child into this world like i always see like a lot of these tiktoks or there's some of the side effects i don't know if you guys saw that viral oh my gosh when he lost her teeth during childbirth there's like no nah, like scary. wow like I really like I used to watch um one born every minute when um <laughs> my cousin I yes. love pregnancy TV everything about it it just reminds me like no don't do that <laughs> do you know what actually helps me as well actually yeah. I always used to watch one born every minute while I was pregnant because I was trying to prepare my mind for the pain so I oh think that gosh. actually helped a little bit yeah it actually helped a little bit watching it when you see people going through so much pain it mentally prepares you for it it's true sylvia can i ask what is your um your family's like like origin like are you west african or i'm nigerian you know from edo state edo state oh my gosh you know i actually I know a lot of like Igbo and Yoruba. Like usually, a lot of people think I'm Igbo or something. Yeah, you look Igbo actually. Yeah, a lot of people always say that to me. <laughs> Where are you from? No, I'm actually half Zimbabwean, so yeah, yeah, and half Mozambican. Yeah. Oh wow! You're from Mozambique? I didn't even know that, Benita. <laughs> oh my gosh! You just told me you're from Zimbabwe. Well, it's nice to know. Yeah, I like. I think a lot of people. Do you know what it is? They always say like. The amount of times that people have just said to me, you're just Nigerian. I just think it's because majority, they think majority of African people are Nigerian, which I mean, I'm not complaining. You know, I'm a proud, honorary <laughs> Niger babe. <laughs> and where are you from yourself, Joelle? As well? I'm from South Africa. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Everyone's well, just like, you're not from South Africa. You're from Nigeria. I'm like, okay. okay. I think South Africa is probably they're just way too diverse. But it's the same with Nigeria. Do you get me? Yeah. yeah. They look the same. That's true. Like, how old is your son now, Sylvia? He is three. He's going to be four next month. Sylvia. So adorable. One thing that I must ask, we actually, guys, we actually need to congratulate Sylvia. She actually graduated. Thank Girl. you. Yes. But, like, we need what? to do something. We need to actually just, I need to ask, how did you manage? Because I assume you said you were in first year. So you had another three or four years, is it, I'm assuming, to finish your degree? Like, how t- Sis, how did you manage to finish your degree? I don't even know. It was hard. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, mm. I cried a lot. Like, it was hard. But, yeah, it was actually quite hard. But if I did not have any family, I don't know how to, how I would have done it. And Ireland as well is actually such a supportive country. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. I actually love Ireland. But most especially my college, TU Tala, they're just amazing. Shout like, out to them. Go to they're actually amazing. Like the the lecturers alone, like the fact that there's a there's a crush on the campus as well from yeah. nine to five. So that's that was like my main thing. That was the main way I was able. That was the main way I was able to survive going to college. If not, I don't know how how I would have done it. But yeah, from I think was it nine to five? Yeah, nine to five. And most of my classes finished before five anyway. So it was just perfect. And then during exam times and all, my mom, my mom was very supportive. During like, yeah, just during exam times, my mom was there. During college, I had my I had my um the crush to help me. But then when I had assignments and stuff, my son as well, he's also very very independent and he's just amazing as well wow. like god actually just blessed me it was like he doesn't like yeah he used to cry a lot but it was like unnecessary cry but i couldn't manage it like he can like he's just very very independent so i think like the three of them combined really helps me but sometimes it was hard like it was really hard but shout out to my family and to you tala if not for them i really don't know how to, how i would have done it what I think it's such an inspiration. Like honestly, even like just hearing you speak is just—it's amazing. Thank you. But what degree did you get? Um, I did three years in hospitality and um international hospitality and tourism management, but yeah. I just felt like it was a bit um a bit easy. Then I did my last year in business management. That one was a bit, it was a big jump. So it was a bit hard for me because like it was online and I didn't know the lecturers and I, sorry, I wasn't attending classes as much as I should have been, but I still, still assist you graduated. Yeah. yeah. What so, are your yeah. like career prospects now? Like we really wanted to ask like, um, has much changed now, like in terms of work and like in terms of like, what do you see yourself in the future? I feel like right now I'm actually in a very, finding myself moment because I really feel like Mm. college I really just did it I don't think I did it for the right reasons I think I did college just because like everybody was like just to prove to myself that I could do it even though I had a child I think that was the main reason I did it not because I liked hospitality but I didn't look well into it like I wasn't you know the way I feel like in school, they don't really help you as if you're not doing, if you're not into medicine or business, not business, sorry, if you're not into medicine or law or stuff like that, they don't really help you or give you 
or pay you loads of attention in secondary school or really help you to find what would be good for you. So I feel like I just did hospitality just because it was there. Just because I completely get what you mean. I think, oh gosh, career guidance is something that needs to be talked about. Because even when I think about myself, like I was in computer science last year and doing something completely different. I'm completely like in the food sector. I don't know why on earth I was doing computer science last year and I wasted a whole year and had to pay Mm. fees this year. So it's literally like, I just wish that. yeah, I really wish the attitude towards college because when I think about it, it's really college really, does that really dictate like what makes you successful in life? Exactly. Yeah. I really feel like they need to encourage like probably taking a year out. Like if I could go back, I think I would actually rather do LCA. It's not like I'm stupid or anything, but I'd rather do LCA than actually do the real leaving set because LCA is more realistic mm-hmm. than the leave and say because leave and say is just books and just learning pythagoras's theory and stuff like that that you're never going to use in your life whereas in the lca you actually like go out and like you work in the field and you actually get to figure out you do more practical stuff when you're doing lca i feel like like it needs to be encouraged more sorry i feel i feel like with college especially nowadays it's very much pushed on you in sixth year even if probably you don't want to do it or you're trying to figure out yourself or take Mm -hmm. yourself like take time out no it's very much why you're not going to college I remember last year with predictive grades and everything and coronavirus and uncertainty I was ready to do a PLC I had my payment down I was going to the open days and then I got my points and I even though I got into the course I was still contemplating should I do a PLC and everyone around me is like you are wasting your time don't do that you're too you're like quotations like you're too clever for a PLC I'm like no I want to take time out for myself and figure myself out very much peer pressured into doing the course that I'm doing I like it I do like it but I still wish I took the time out to just figure myself and live through the pandemic in peace uh doing it with school wasn't it <laughs> anyway <laughs> no i completely get you it's actually a problem but i also think within when we bring it back to our own communities african people it's like i think what the thought process is like our parents like we haven't because i assume majority of our parents are economic migrants that immigrants that they've all left their home countries for just better opportunities in terms of jobs yeah. and living conditions so I feel like for them, it's like, we haven't sacrificed, especially when I look at my dad, I was like, I haven't sacrificed everything and left my family for you mm. to now come and tell me you don't want to go to college. What's wrong with you? So like, I think it's with something that like, it's so rare, I think within our community to really be like, oh yeah, so no, I'm not going to college. I'm going to take a year out to find what I like or what suits me. I think it's just really rare, but I think it's something that needs to be spoken about spoken about because a lot of i see yeah. a lot of friends have gotten really depressed because even when it comes to leaving cert they pick subjects that don't necessarily suit them but because yeah. their parents want them to be doing biology physics mm-hmm. applied maths and it's like is this really what i'm you know kind of just yeah yeah that makes sense but i feel like again i don't know my mom's just different because even at a she, time she, <laughs> she's built different <laughs> yes the name (laughs) (laughs) she really is but I feel like with her she's different with my dad my dad's like a normal African parent but my mom even at a time she was like if I don't want to go to college I shouldn't go to college like it's not by force because I feel like maybe because she was she does quite she's doing quite well for herself and she didn't go to college it was true Mm. handwork 
I think my mom encourages handwork more than she does college because she knows how much it can pay off. And sometimes I actually wish I listened to her more because if I actually learned how to do hair rather than going to college, I would be doing so much better. Like I know how to do hair, but if I put more effort into it and perfect the craft of doing hair, and I think I would have been doing so much better right now. That, that is so true. So you yeah. ever see those people that are like, oh my gosh, last text and like hairstyles, that's not a real jobs. But the amount of people mm-hmm. that Big. do hair and the amount of six-figure earners within hair and mm-hmm. nails and lash text, it would really surprise you. So it's like, like people, a lot of money. It is. Because yeah. especially for Africans, doing our hair, our hair is essential. So we need to do our hair. So it's like, it's a sure market for anybody i think anyways yeah it takes a like it's great like sylvia to talk about your mom and it's it's nice to hear that not every like african parents are the same and really encourage their kids to do something else like whereas my mom she's i feel like 50 50 percent of that she's like mm-hmm. go for what you want to do but education comes first because she's the first out of like seven kids who ever got a degree and she wants the same for her own children she's like get a degree and then do whatever you want yeah it's very refreshing to hear that like there's moms out there who like go out live out your dreams and also when I whenever I see like black kids especially our age who do like drama music art and I'm like you are really you really went against the grain and I I I love that about them I'm like there's a TikTok about that sorry guys I'm obsessed with TikTok do you see like where's like you will not get (laughs) unless you take Take it it, yeah how you took my token it's true I literally feel like you know we, we we like it's different like I feel like our African parents like they expect us like to live I suppose the way that they lived, we're living differently in a different country. Yeah. Because, like, what's the point? Like, what's the point of living like they live? Like, they came here so they can give us a different life. So, we're living like, a different life. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Sylvia, what are you so, do you like, what are you like at the moment? Like, what have you been up to? Or are you working a lot on your channel and like your social media presence and stuff? Um, I haven't done YouTube for a while I was actually like I need to edit a video this week like I I have a video coming up but I haven't uploaded since like March or something just because of my exams and because of just settling down into my new job as well but at the moment because I just finished college and I really don't feel like what I studied was for me I'm looking into diving into different things like IT so I'm just doing like different online courses at my own time on my own pace online so I'm just looking at different things just to I don't know I'm still trying to figure out what I really want to do so I'm just dipping my hand into like different different things trying to figure it out because I don't feel like I know exactly or I don't feel like I'm happy where I am so I need to find out what exactly I need to do I feel like so you just need to really like I feel like put yourself into the accomplishment you just received especially with a three-year-old you finished college that is very much radiating strong woman energy hashtag girl boss but it's 
it's honestly amazing and i wish i was as strong as you and especially during the pandemic i don't pe- i don't think people understand how dreadful this whole situation was it's staying at home it's difficult honestly. managing the a toddler have deferred their college courses and then imagine yourself within the situation but i think what you've done is just i just think you just like an inspiration to a lot of um young moms out yeah, there yeah young moms and i feel like a lot of young african moms because it's like it's just we have a long way to go in kind of breaking societal norms yeah like we have thank you guys we have like <laughs> no we have a long long way to go so we're so like delighted and we can't wait to see you go like it would be amazing to like even catch up with you like in a year's time Definitely, even next yeah. time bring your mom like so many oh my god yeah that would be so nice like <laughs> a so year later things. no but yeah. so many amazing things are like are on your way like you're one of the people that inspired us like for this season we really wanted to um just include you know a couple of people that just really inspired us and you were just i don't know it's like you know when someone just like stays like i remember just watching that video i just i don't know i just felt it i felt it in my chest guys i would advise watching that youtube video we're gonna send a link it's very very good guys thank you so much i actually feel so appreciated i actually didn't even when i started youtube i was just like i didn't think anybody not even one person would actually feel some type of way about it but i'm actually so grateful like i appreciate you guys like we love it like i think that like yeah and definitely i feel like the listeners are really i think you have such an amazing story to tell and please 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 i beg don't give up on the youtube thing and you never know maybe we'll be coming for you to do our hair sometime no problem thank you so much guys i actually really appreciate you guys considering me for your show i actually feel honored (laughs) thank you no thank you so much for taking your time like what can we say you're just built different so we're like we have to have you on yes it takes so much strength and courage honestly thank you so much guys Thank I think you. right now we're just going to wrap things up here. Um, I yes. hope, Yeah. I hope everyone listening learned something new about us and about Sylvia. Thank you again for sharing your, your amazing story. And once again, Thank congratulations you. on secu- <laughs> Yeah. Congratulations on secure securing that degree. Period. Honestly. Um, till next week, guys, we are out and gone. Bye. Bye. Bye.